0: hey it's chelsea and welcome to the anima animus podcast where you'll be joining me in driving discussions to bring the conversation of sustainability to the forefront of the fashion industry this week we're having a very short and sweet catch up with Melania Grandolfo, who is the marketing lead behind Italian eco-brand Fortunale. With Fortunale, meaning wind or storm, the brand's mission is to be the pivotal wind that changes the course of fashion, creating the world's best natural wool sweaters this chat is a really good holistic insight into a positive impact driven brand. I think especially if anyone here within their AA family who's thinking about setting up their own sustainable brand, I think this episode is a really good start into helping you think about how you could design more consciously, design with a product's lifespan in mind, the ethics and social responsibilities that brands should have beyond just Environmental factors and making this all fun at the same time. There's so many ways that brands have gotten creative but still retain these values at heart. And today, we'll definitely be hearing some really cool and creative little details that Fortunale has come up with. And yeah, I think the devil is really into the details, and these details are definitely making a big difference for the sustainable fashion space. And I just want to take this quick minute to give a really big thank you to everyone who's been supporting the show so far and a really big warm welcome if this is the first episode that you're tuning in. I really appreciate you for coming through and if you haven't already done so, please do give us a follow on whichever streaming app that you're listening to right now. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, it will be so dope if you dropped a five-star review for the show because this way you'll be able to help me make this show become more discoverable for others and spread the word about the importance of fashion sustainability. Just a quick FYI, I'm having some trouble on Instagram lately and I haven't been able to see when someone shares the show on their stories etc., but I've realized that I can only see it when I'm tagged on the post or the story, which absolutely sucks because I have seen it before and now it's just disappeared. So I'm so sorry if I miss anyone because I really do enjoy connecting with everyone who's been tuning into the show and just talking about all things fashion and sustainability. So yeah. I'm so sorry um, if I've missed you, but if you do want to tag me, it's at underscore animaanimus and that way I can see it when it pops up in my DMs or my notice tab. But yeah, before I start digressing, let's jump onto the call now with Melania from Fortunale. Hi Chelsea, thank you for having me. It's been super long since I last recorded one. So I'm really excited to start today. Um, I'm excited too. Yeah. Have you been on yeah. a, a podcast before? No, but I actually do
1: like YouTube videos for makeup. So something like that. Oh, no way.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. But just for my friends. Yeah. Awesome. So we always start the show with a little game and it's called AA Assumptions. Mm -hmm. And that's when I say three statements and you reply if you think they're true or false and why. Okay. Yeah, cool. So let's get started. The first statement is clothing made from wool is hard to maintain.
1: Actually, I think this one could be false
0: because when you
1: have like uh, wool garments, like sweaters, um you only have to bear in mind that uh, mm, the only thing to do is to wash for example by hand with uh, cold water or if you prefer to use washing machine is perfectly okay but you should use a gentle program so i don't know maybe there's a a, um, there's a program just for who so um You can use both uh, methods, but it's the only way, it's the only thing you have to bear in mind when you have to face wool. So it's false,
0: I think. Awesome. So then the second statement is, wool requires more land to produce than cotton, true or false?
1: Okay, I think false again, because uh, as you may know, cotton is one of the most, uh, um, of the most uh, of the textile that requires, for example, like tons of water to in order to be produced. So, um, and the same happens for uh, land. So I think that wool is requires less resources than
0: cotton. So it's false. Mm so then the third and final statement is wool products cannot be worn all year round um <laughs> false again but <laughs> because
1: um i think i don't know whether in uh, england uh you have this uh like tradition but uh, in italy wool was used in the past um also in uh, uh, summer, during summer, so because of its breathability and thermal regulation, for example, our uh, grandfathers, grandparents in general, used to use uh, wool during summer. So it's a very versatile textile that can be used during all the seasons. So
0: yeah, because yeah. in England we only like think of it as a winter material because of its like mm-hmm. warming properties. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So then, just so that our listeners get um, a picture of Fortunel and a bit more about you, could you tell us a little bit more about your role at Fortunel and like the story behind the brand? Yeah. Um, I started
1: uh, collaborating in um, in Fortunale, with Fortunale, since uh, June, because I graduated during quarantine. So um, I started with them because I uh, knew them uh, thanks to my thesis project, which was about uh, sustainability in fashion and uh, I decided to uh, collaborate uh, with them. Actually, um, I'm I'm, uh, busy with, uh, for example, marketplace or something like that, but uh, Fortunale is a sustainable brand that uh, uh, has the aim to produce and offer to customer a a 100% organic wool sweater, so pure uh, organic wool, um, colored with natural dyes and that's the aim of uh, RCO uh, which is Ivan Aloisio to create and to offer customers something that is comfortable but also good for you for the environment because as you know fashion is one of the most polluting uh, um, mm. industries so uh, this is the aim basically we produce, uh, as I said before, with organic wool and uh, um, the dyes we, we use are, are resulting from uh, plants, herbs, uh, uh, roots, so is everything uh, natural.
0: Yeah, that's so amazing. Oh my god, I also graduated this year too, so we're both class of <laughs> <with> corona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you study? study <laughs>
1: Um, I started with a bachelor degree uh, in uh, marketing mm. and then uh, I decided to uh, do a master's degree in international management so
0: but it was quite hard to graduate during quarantine yeah so. yeah such a twist <laughs> to our courses yeah <laughs> was it yeah and I'm so here for the um, sustainably driven initiatives that Fortunale has mm-hmm. and all the, like the natural qualities that you just mentioned um also in like I actually, I should have pronounced it more like your Italian accent like Fortunale is it <laughs> Fortunale. yeah perfect <laughs> what's the inspiration behind this name Okay, uh, the brand
1: names comes from a wind, which is a strong storm that used to scare sailors. So uh, basically sailors, when, when they had to face this storm, um, they used to rely on luck because they were quite afraid of it. And this is what our mission is basically, because Fortunale as brand wants to bring um, a storm, in the fashion world so convenient principles such as well-being and respect for um, of the nature of uh, consumers health and something like that so we want to bring a storm basically a
0: good storm (laughs) yeah cool that's really cool so what projects are you guys working on right now At the moment,
1: we are um, researching on new textiles like cotton, uh, canvas or something like that. But at the same time, we are researching for um, colors, how to make colors from different things. So everything like uh, food, uh, plants, uh, as I said before. Moreover, we want to uh, incentivize the production, the local production, especially with uh, autochno- by using autochthonous wool. Uh, and we are collaborating with the university here in uh, Apulia, in Bari. Um, then for all our listeners, we are, um, if, um, we are doing an initiative uh, until the 5th of December to, they can send us, their sweaters for example made uh, with uh, 100% cotton or 100% wool everything and um, obviously they haven't to be necessarily uh, our sweater but sweater in general that are made with pure uh, cotton or wool or something like that and they can receive a 50 euro coupon on the purchase of a new sweater so it's a good opportunity to try our sweater, but also to recycle at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Did you say any sweater
1: they can bring? Or Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's, so co- that's a very the good initiative. The important
1: thing is that uh, uh, it's 100% uh, um, or wool, cotton, or something like that, because we need uh, the um, pure textile.
0: Yeah, that's a really cool way to encourage people <laughs> to get involved. Yeah amazing so then focusing on your main product as wool Mm -hmm. um let's talk about kind of what the industry what's the industry's take right now on wool and what are the processes like right now that makes you know wool quite unsustainable right now and maybe how your processes alternatively give a more um, conscious approach to creating wool sweaters yeah um okay
1: the only thing in my opinion that can make Wool unsustainable, but um, this I think happens for wool and for cotton for every textile is combining the production maybe with polyester. So if you combine the production with chemicals, uh, obviously is not is uh, is not sustainable. So uh, the difference with uh, Fortunale is that we use uh, only um, 100% organic wool. And um, I think that another thing that can make wool unsustainable is also intensive farming. But this happens with uh, everything. So cotton, uh, wool, uh, every textile, every yarns. So I think that's the difference.
0: Yeah. So by intensive farming, like the animal welfare, I guess. Yeah. Is what you're referring yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... With this whole sustainability focus as well and the production of uh, organic fibers, mm-hmm. like how do you guys source for wool? Like, I know you've also mentioned on your website, a, um, you've got like a very Italian tradition. Um, I would yeah. love to, uh, yeah, I think we'd love to learn more about this tradition.
1: Okay, yeah. Um... Basically, we um, we try to privilege Italian wool, but it's not so much. So uh, we are trying, as I said before, uh, to uh, rely on autochthonous wool, but it's uh, still a project, so we have to um, understand how to do it. At the moment, we use uh, um, italian wool but when um, it's impossible to to have it we can purchase also wool on the european market and uh, uh, for what concern italian tradition obviously we rely on uh, the um, on italian artisans that have done this work like for years and um, this is basically what happens for the dyeing techniques
0: which is basically the same so yeah okay so is the tradition more of the dyeing then or is it from like weaving or like um for the dyeing process i cannot say anything but uh,
1: um it relies just on uh, natural plants so uh, dyeing plants and uh, we use just ancient recipes uh, for uh, for dying, but I cannot say anything oh, because that's our secret. Ah, so it's the ancient <laughs> secret of Fortunale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, that's just uh, 100% wool and uh, natural dyes. There's nothing else uh, on in our sweater, so
0: sweet. And a word that you did like that i picked up on the website also is that you call your process and products regenerative i think that's such a key word that um resonates through your values and what you're doing right now with like taking back schemes and stuff do you mind telling the or like explaining a bit more about what this means
1: yeah for us it's very important this keyword because uh, it means that uh, our uh, sweater but also the textile so the yarn can be recycled so can have a second life because in our firm everything must have a second life so this means that the fibers can be regenerated so um, like customers can send us their sweater and uh, we can uh, uh, take uh, the recover the, um, the fiber and use it to produce another another item, like for example, a recycled line. So, is this what we uh, what we refer to when we talk about regenerative, which is very important for us?
0: Yeah, it's about keeping things still within yeah. the fashion economy and like the yeah. circular. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, is there kind of other ways that you try and incentivize your clients with, you know, this service and this regenerative aspect?
1: Yeah, basically we ask our clients or our customers to uh, give their sweaters back to us, as I told you before. Uh, but in general, we um, we want our customers to give their fortunate sweaters back when they, they don't want to use it anymore. Or uh, like is damaged, or um, they don't want it. Uh, they want they change their mind with the uh, the colors. For example, they don't like the color. There is not there isn't a deadline so after one day you can give your sweater back to us or after one month one week when you want and uh, we give you a 30 percent discount on on the purchase of a new sweater of the collection so for example another color or a a men's sweater a woman's sweater or you
0: want yeah that's super cool um so then when like you take it back do you kind of like dismantle it and like unpick it and stuff and then like patchwork it together like what's the process like of recycling um actually i don't
1: know (laughs) because uh, i'm not uh, in this um in this process but i think they disassemble it uh and in order to recover the the yarns the fiber so i think that's the process disassemble and uh, recover the fiber Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and in part of like the circularity, it's more of kind of like uh, give, extending the life cycle of you know materials and products, which is exactly what you guys do. Um, how else would you recommend and advise your clients to kind of maintain and care for their natural wool products? There's no big uh, um, things to do with uh, our
1: sweater. You only have to wash it by hand um, with cold water or using a gentle program uh, in uh, in your washing machine. There's nothing to. There's nothing more than this. So I have my my sweater and uh, I use it as a normal sweater. So
0: yeah,
1: but it's more soft. <laughs> yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah. And you want to also talk about like the plant a tree initiative that you guys do because I saw on your socials, you, um, focus on that a bit. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, as you know, and as you've seen, uh, our sweater is quite basic. So, uh, we thought to make it more unique by conveying these uh, details. actually with, uh, for every, um, sweater sold. We plant a tree and uh, uh, we give this tree an ID number, which is like an ad- identity card, mm. and then we embroider the number on the back so every person can, can have his tree. Yeah. It's like, and um, they have a unique sweater so because my number will be different from your number so something like that and uh, obviously uh, this is good also from an environmental point of view because obviously we know that trees
0: are vital for us so yes yeah that's so sweet i love the idea of <laughs> something super personal to like you and kind of like leaving your mark on like the sustainability yeah. <laughs> space that's so cool yeah amazing where where are the trees planted um the trees are planted
1: here in Apulia, uh, near uh, where we are um in a land that was confiscated from mafia actually i think that when talking about sustainability many people just think of uh, the environmental point of view Mm -hmm. but sustainability is not only environmental we know that in italy the situation about mafia and especially in the south of italy is not easy so we have to um, fight for this and especially from a social and ethical aspect so i think that fortunale embraces all this uh, sustainable aspects so ethical social and um, it's very important for us because um, as you know sustainability is not only environmental so
0: yeah um sorry i don't know much about the south of italy and the do you mind like explaining a little bit about the social and ethical side that you said to the connection of uh, the area where the trees are planted
1: yeah um, basically um mafia as you know is very developed in the south of italy because obviously um, italy is famous for uh, for this aspect unfortunately and uh, but uh, the, um, the south of italy is uh, um, even more famous that uh, for uh, for this aspect so um the social and ethical aspect uh, related to this thing is that uh, this land was confiscated from mafia. This means that uh, the land was um, uh, was occupied by mafia, and uh, um, the government uh, give um, take this um, this uh, territory back. Okay. And uh, today is uh, we are working with a um, another society to plant this tree. Actually, we have uh, six hundred pomegranate trees planted.
0: Oh. I think. Oh, so okay. the trees are pomegranate trees. Yeah. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. so nice. <laughs> awesome. And was there a specific choice to the particular tree? Mm, I don't know
1: mm, I don't know but uh, um, I don't think um, I don't know why
0: pomegranate. but uh. maybe the founder's favorite fruit <laughs> or something <laughs> maybe yeah that's so because like normally brands go for you know like the rainforest trees or yeah. some sort like that
1: I think it depends also maybe on the kind of territory we have. uh, So the land, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's also based on these things, maybe.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, How does your packaging look like? Because I know probably, you know, you've probably thought so much into that as well
1: yeah as i said before we believe in second life so uh, our packaging is a very nice box uh with uh, our uh, sign uh, uh, on it our mark on it and uh, um it can be used uh, um, like storage box so once you have your once you have received your sweater you can use it like for everything as a storage box and uh, then we have a painting on it uh, that explains also the project and the history of uh, Fortunale. Then uh, the earphone, uh, the um, the label can be used as an earphone holder.
0: So, oh, the label can be used as an earphone holder? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. What's the box made from? <laughs> uh paper oh okay everything is paper oh i'm so intrigued by that earphone label (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very cool (laughs) yeah super creative no i'm definitely here for it because i know like a lot of other brands do like planting you know plant their labels dissolve their labels but i have not heard this one
1: Yeah, um, my earphone are always there,
0: so I know where uh, where they
1: are. It's uh, it's perfect. It's very cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Amazing. So, what's next for Fortunato? Um, we are working on new collections on uh, obviously this period is not the best, but we are trying to um continue researching on for new natural fibers for new colours, and uh, moreover, we want to celebrate the birth of our Fortunalis forest, obviously when it will be possible because at the moment we are all at home, and uh, that's it. We are working. Yeah. Just keep going.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So just so that we round off also, where can our listeners find you and the brand? Um, We are on...
1: uh, You can find us on our website, fortunale.eu or uh, on Instagram, like fortunale underscore um, nature and uh, on Facebook as uh, fortunale. So we are on all social network.
0: Yeah. Is there any like last piece of advice or like a message that you want to um, share with our sustainability driven, you know, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I should say that uh, uh, sometimes we are scared, for example, about the price that sustainability means, like uh, when you face uh, sustainable brands or sustainable garments we are uh, like skeptic about the price because we say, okay, mm, it's sustainable, but it's too expensive. But I think mm, it can happen. What happens when we talk about food for what we have to eat or for what we have to wear, we have to pay for quality and mm, because we have to give value to the work of everybody. So I think that uh, before, um, for example, judge something like too expensive. It's better to um, to try it. For example, in in our case, I cannot use wool garments because I don't know I, my skin becomes red. But with this sweater, mm-hmm. is the only sweater I can use wow. um, in uh, made by made with uh, wool. So I think that it's better to try before judge
0: yeah oh that's a very important message to leave with <laughs> thank you thank you thank <laughs> you thank you so much Melania, for joining us today um it was definitely short and sweet but we got a lot of learning through your walk processes the products and just like a really cool insight into a really positive impact driven brand <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> So, we may have stopped talking, but that doesn't mean you have to. Join us and the rest of the AA fam on our website at animaanimus.co.uk to connect and continue the conversation within our forum spaces. Please do drop me what your thoughts were on this episode, and you can even submit any voice notes, ideas, or stories that you'd like me to share on the show. You can also find all the links we've mentioned in this episode in the show notes available on our website, and I would be so so grateful if you could help me make this show become more for others by leaving a five star review on your favorite episode and a social media handle i can contact you with because i would love to connect and thank you all personally i really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did thank you so much again for coming through and for listening i really appreciate you joining this journey with me in driving discussions and creating positive industry change once again i want to send you all a mad mad love and until next week This was the Anima Animus podcast with Chelsea now signing out.